Uh, welcome to Movie Ruiners, the podcast about movies with brothers Nick and Reed Canaday. Uh, this week, we're not talking about uh, Anchor Lady. It's Anchor Man. I've messed that up completely. What is it? It's Anchor Man, <laughs> not Anchor Lady. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we will be talking about Ron Burgundy and the legend of Anchor Man. Yes. This is. Ranker Man, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. I'm just a little off. Did you see that the title is uh, taken from Ron Jeremy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's ridiculous. It's like the same thing. The title, it's The Legend it's of Ron Jeremy. Ron Jer- yeah, the, the porn star. It's porn star. Yeah, the like Legend the cover, if you look at the cover, Anchorman, it's the exact same as Ron Jeremy's like porno, I guess. And they both had mustaches? Yeah, suspicious. Both ladies' men? Yeah, both probably kill the jazz flute (laughs) (laughs) uh they they they're different with uh they're both proficient with flutes okay just different flutes (laughs) (laughs) uh i saw that i thought this was interesting that ron burgundy was crazy when you think about anchorman it's a it's a great you know uh, such a huge movie one we were talking about earlier one of the most quotable movies of definitely my college experience yeah and Probably. Nick Nick hadn't even kicked it off to me to explain the movie because I think he he probably thinks that just everyone knows what Anchorman everyone is. Everyone knows what Anchorman is. Read tell them what Anchorman is before we dive in. Hot anymore. Shot Television Anchorman Ron Burgundy, played by Will Ferrell, welcomes upstart reporter Veronica Corningstone, Christina Applegate, into the male-dominated world of the 1970s broadcast news. That is until the talented female journalist begins to outshine Burgundy on air. Soon he grows jealous and begins a bitter feud with her and eventually makes a vulgar slip on live TV and gets canceled. <laughs> he gets, <laughs> like, he get canceled. I think this movie holds up because I was watching it this last time just like, oh, yep, this is what happens. This is what happens when you mess up. I think Ron Burgundy might be the first person I saw get canceled. <laughs> You're not wrong at all. But Can there- you do it in the, in the actual like narrator's voice from... Hot shot television, Anchorman. <laughs> so Anchorman came out two thousand four. We watched it. I don't know if you'll remember this. We watched. We were at the beach. Yeah, yeah. At Beach Club. I, I remember. And we went with Jared Waldrop, our cousin. He dr- tro- he drove us to go see it. We sat front row. We did. We sat so close. Yeah, it. yeah. It, I don't know if it was front row, but it was like second. Yeah, it front. Was, it, it, it was, was close. It was Ron Burgundy, Will Ferrell's like naked body in that opening scene when he's just like in his like swim trunks or underwear walking around. You're just like wow, like. Mm-hmm. That's all a Will Ferrell. <laughs> we were so close. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but I remember we, we left and we got back. And I remember Dad, we were sitting out on the balcony. And Dad was like, so how was it? And I was like, ah, you know, it was pretty good. I liked it. But there's definitely some, like, ridiculousness to it. Like, that I don't know, that I don't think you would love. But I remember, I never would have sat there and sat there and looked at him and been like, that movie will be the most quoted movie. I will I will become obsessed with this movie. I will watch yeah. this movie over a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Like maybe in the next two years alone. Because I, I remember, because when I get to Alabama in 2005, you didn't go, like everyone had a DVD copy of this movie. Yeah. I, I think the character Ron Burgundy supersedes even the movies. I think, well, yeah, I think what proves that too is how much he's affiliated in other things. Like Ron Burgundy was on ESPN for a yes. period of time. He's like the way they promoted it, and he—I know he would go to different news stations. And I, I think Ron Burgundy is probably peak Will Ferrell in terms of just like the, how successful it was, and just like for me, I when I saw it. 
because you you were so big on Will Ferrell from SNL. You would show me these SNL clips, and it'd be like, oh yeah, some of them would hit with me, some of them wouldn't. And I might, we might, I don't know if I even saw Elf at that point in my life. I really don't. But I remember seeing Anchorman and not knowing that was Will Ferrell, just feeling like that was a person. Like, yeah. Like, and out of all his other uh, roles, this one feels like the most like a different. Per- it's still Will Ferrell, but like. For me as a kid watching it, it took me a while to go like, oh, that's the same person because I just thought Ron Burgundy was like his own entity. Like, uh, just because of the looks, he actually looks like, usually it looks like Will Ferrell playing a ridiculous guy. Like, that's how I feel in semi-pro. I'm like, this is Will Ferrell playing basketball. But I actually feel like, for whatever reason, I got lost in the role. (laughs) He got got lost in the role. I like the first go around in this movie. Like we went, I was really young. I was a lot younger than you, so I feel like a lot of humor went over my head. Like a lot of Ron Burgundy's humor went over my head. A lot of references I didn't know, and I was like, "Oh, that's silly." And this movie, I mean, most of it is just silly humor. It's like silly humor done like perfect. Oh yeah, it's so much improv. It feels like our generation's airplane, uh, just parody about news stuff instead of airplane stuff i mean yeah and maybe less slapsticky than it's airplane, way less slapsticky. but there still has so many just silly just the spirit of it has a similar uh similar vibe to me and i think this movie is so big and so important because i think it's the first time this is like where this improv humor just like started to dominate because uh, i i don't know i don't feel like movies were as loose Till they started, till uh, Paul, I mean, not Paul Rudd, but Judd Apatow movies started to take over oh, a little yeah. bit. Because then it feels like since Anchorman, it feels like most movies, they just, like Bridesmaids, all these movies, it just they feel looser. And it feels like they're just kind of riffing on well, each other. Well, so much, you, you got to think about, so Apatow said that there was each scene they have like six different versions of it because of how yeah. good everyone was I, I heard some actors be like we did 20 takes of yeah, some of these scenes and they were all different and, and they just, even uh, put out a second movie and I told I, we talked about it earlier I mean they, Anchorman 2 is a thing but they have a Anchorman all the plots and wake different up, takes Burgundy. wake up Ron Burgundy like the legend continues and they they just made it into a little movie that and it's all there's some pretty bad ideas in it like i'm glad they cut them out but there's like a whole plot with maya rudolph and they're like amy poehler amy poehler i haven't finished it yet but the original anchorman was supposed to end with them crash landing an airplane which making the airplane connection but uh onto like a like an island or something it was gonna have apes that were gonna be attacking yeah ninja apes <laughs> ninja apes they were that, gonna have and to the nin- and the apes had ninjas throwing stars yeah it was supposed to it sounds really ridiculous i <laughs> which I, is funny to say that about a movie that has a west side story fight scene with all the news <laughs> cast guys yeah like uh, we got to get into that because that's just an epic scene there's so many just amazing moments in this movie yeah from like like you said but yeah I was watching one of the back, the uh, behind the scenes, and Paul Rudd, the Sex Panthers popping up. Oh yeah! But the ear breaks off and like That's falls funny. down in it, so it like kind of like doesn't do it right. And Paul Rudd's like, ah, and like Paul Rudd stays <laughs> in character and just goes, the, the ear broke off. I paid thirteen thousand for that, <laughs> and they call cut on it. They're like, they're like, you know, cut. And then the guy walks over and he's like, "Hey, you know, take the take it outright." And he's like, "Yo, no, no, no. that ear actually broke and stuck down that's in there." Hysterical. And so they have to like pause it and retake it. But I was like, that's so funny to me, like mm-hmm. in the moment of him like staying in character oh, and yeah. not being like, "Oh, it's not working." 
Like mm-hmm. he made it even funnier to me. No, that that's hysterical. <laughs> and he like pauses, he like, puts his hand. He's so funny he, in this movie too. I paid like, thirteen thousand for that. Like he he crushes it in this movie. Oh, he's great. I thought him and Brick, like first time I watched it, like and we were talking I was talking to you yesterday or a few days ago, we were talking about movies that you have to see multiple times, uh, and they get better with time or they get funnier. And Anchorman was one of those, like I said, I was young when I saw it and some of the humor didn't land with me, like Will Ferrell wasn't Ron Burgundy wasn't my favorite character because some of the rudeness of him I just be like this guy's just mean like <laughs> I, I didn't get it like it was ironic and stuff like that but Brick and Brian Tan like what's his name what's Brian Fantana Brian Fantana they were the two characters that I was just like these guys are hilarious anytime oh, yeah. they're on screen they kill it and it, and I mean it took me a few seasons in the office to even call. Steve Carell, Steve Carell, it was still like, oh, Brick. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to watch this show with Brick. Like, he was, he was, he stole the, the movie to me. So, Will Ferrell's character, do you remember the Robert Goulet skit on SNL? Yeah, no, I do because I didn't love that, that, that skit. skit. And it, and it kind it, of it felt just dragged like a, on. And it kind of felt like in the beginning, when I first, when we, when I, we were sitting there watching Anchorman, I remember thinking of that skit and being like, Oh, we're about to watch a whole movie of Robert Goulet. <laughs> yeah, as like this is Will Ferrell's take mm-hmm. on it, and I and I love Robert or I love Ron Burgundy so much more than the oh definitely obvious character. I might have laughed just like they kind of looked like they both had mustaches. The only time and, I laugh at that skit is when he's like staring contest. And then, yeah, <laughs> Go, <and the> beer. <laughs> yeah. You don't blink, do you? Like, can't remember the exact quotes, but that. That stuff's hilarious. But uh, yeah, because I had that, I had the best of Will Ferrell SNL. Uh, tape yeah, yeah, DVD. exactly. And on that is the Ohio State frat boy skit that's been scrubbed from okay. the internet. That you can you cannot find it on. I know, like literally me, me, anywhere. I was telling Nick he has a. I was asking him if he still has a DVD collection before this. Because uh, I was weird, curious how he watched Anchorman because I knew he owned it on DVD. Yeah, and I, I made me so mad to be honest because I was like, ah, oh, I do own that movie. And like, I just, we, Reed made a great point. We get caught up in this world of streaming. And so I like streamed it and I was like annoyed because I ended up buying it because right now on Amazon, you can rent it for $3.99 or own it for mm-hmm. $4.99. So of course I'm going to own it for $4.99. Like, I'll watch it again, but it was so mad, like retrospectively, being like, "Uh, like as soon as you pointed out, you're like, don't you have that DVD?" On DVD? It was like, "Son of a gun, <laughs> yes!" Like I have. Like, but that's another reason, though. You DVDs, physical media has advantages or has its pros. You don't have to worry about someone scrubbing it uh, from the. No, from I had that skit. Will Ferrell. Back to Will Ferrell, though, and just everything that he is. This movie, him and Adam McKay yes. met at SNL. Yeah, Adam McKay was head writer, as I mentioned. Adam McKay actually put his wife and daughter in the movie. Oh, I, yeah. They were at this scene where he's walking around the streets. Yes. Like, depressed. They were the girl. And She's the, the little girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're despicable, Mr. Burgundy. She kills it, too. She, she really does. Yeah, that's like the, my, one of my favorite scenes. Uh, that whole... I mean, the my favorite thing I think I learned from the movie was the milk was a bad choice. Did you learn any more about that? No. <laughs> You're going to love this. I mean, <laughs> already that line was one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, it's just hilarious. And I think this movie... And we're such big milk drinkers, too. That, and like, this movie, when I was 13, 14, I watched it, and it was like, I feel like this movie was one of those, like, the humor that was so random was the humor that got me. And I was just, I feel like every teenager my age was like, we're so random. Like, and I feel like it's because of this <laughs> mo- movie, you know, because it's just like, 
Brick just saying, I love lamp and loud noises. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going that on. That scene is amazing. Oh, yes. But so back to the milk, though. Uh, uh, Will Ferrell was looking at props to pick. They're like, what prop do you want today? And he just was like, milk, that's funny. And so he said after doing so many takes and having that milk for like two hours, he was just like, it had gone really warm, started tasting sour. So that's why he said, oh, milk was a bad choice. <laughs> that, that made the whole cast die. I know. Like, and that's what they said. That's what Avatar said too, cutting this movie up. It's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to put in the, the scene where the whole cast and crew's laughing or just the scene where you wrote that it didn't work as well? Yeah, of course. I mean, that, that's why I can't imagine. That's why he was able to make his second movie of all the clips that ended up on the you know yeah. cutting room floor. It's like, gosh. And I it's have, not terrible. I mean, I wouldn't say that one or it doesn't Anchor, make sense. Anchorman they 2. Even say, he even addresses that. He's like, look, it's just I cut it together. It's basically you need to take it as like, these are just like funny like alternate universe SNL, like <laughs> scenes that Definitely. Don't, like that don't add up to really anything that I know we talked about some of the other actors that could have been for the parts but I think they're all pretty fun like the who McKay and Farrell originally envisioned was John C Riley as Champ, Chris Parnell as Brick. So I'm uh, glad we got ben, I, I think so I think John C Riley could have been a better Champ. I think he could have, yeah. But I, I think Steve Carell's perfect as Brick. Steve, yeah, you can't change Steve. Ben Carell. Stiller for Brian Fantana. Do you see that? Yeah, I, I, love I think that could be funny. So much more though. I ben did, Stiller I did. as the, as I, the I, Spanish I, language news anchor was yeah. so great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think both these hilarious. movies though casted this way would work. Like they would still be hits. You know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's not uh, enough to change. Ed, Ed Harris is. Fred Willard's part. Yeah, and I'm so glad Fred Willard's there, especially like R.I.P. Fred Willard. Like I, that was my mm-hmm. takeaway is how much I miss Fred Willard. Like I was sitting there watching yeah, those yeah. scenes. He and, he crushes it too. He's one of the funniest. Like I feel like for our life or my lifetime, he's just been the funny old guy, the old aware guy. He's so good in this movie. His casualness. Yeah, of like he has being, some of the best lines. Like even when he's like talking to his kid, like. All right, just put the gun down. Let the, whatever I can't remember. Let the nuns go. Yeah. Like, well, to me, he's like when he's just like, look, uh, you know, we've all seen our fair share of pornography in our day. He's like, oh, you haven't. Oh, of course not, Sister Margaret. Oh yeah, That's <laughs> I funny. was speaking in oh, generalities, yeah. <laughs> but like, but he's just having those conversations of like his personal life being a disaster. Yeah. But he's just like, there's always someone in the office, <laughs> and he's just so nonchalant. Like, all right, now back to you. <laughs> what uh, one of the like deleted parts that cracked was pretty funny. Got a big chuckle out of me this morning. One of them was the vocal warm ups. Uh, Will Ferrell. I just love all the vocal warm-ups Ron Burgundy does. They're hilarious. Uh, but he says, Snoopy was stabbed by a spear. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a funny one. But Fred Willard, there's one point in time he's sitting talking outside of one of the guys, and someone just rolls down their car window, and they're like, look at this idiot with the suspenders. Like, you know, loser. And they're like, who is that? And he's like, my son. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fred Willard, you know, he played uh, Phil Dunphy's dad on Modern Family. That's perfect. Oh, it was such a great, like, them two together, like, doing magic tricks and funny, like, little, like, Mm -hmm. dad sayings were just incredible. I mean, Fred Willard is just an American treasurer, and I just... He's great.
So was this the first thing you'd ever seen Christina Applegate in? Shout out Christina Applegate, by the way. That's, yeah. That's what Hannibal always says on, uh, <laughs> just randomly on the Eric Andre show. Shout like, out Christina she, Applegate. Yeah, she's like not on the not on the show ever, but he'll just say that randomly. <laughs> I get it. Um, but yeah, this is my first time to see her. I was so you never you had and I was seen always her. on her side. I immediately was You've like had a crush and was like, her. yep, she's great. Uh, I I didn't. Like maybe vaguely, like I it was on. Yeah, because I watched and, it a lot, and it was like, but I never sat down and watched it. And I might have seen her and been like, "Oh, that girl." Like I know when Kelly I, Bundy. whenever I went back, yeah. Apparently, she at the end of that show wound up being a newscaster. Yeah, weather girl or weather girl. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of funny. But also, some of the people with Judd Apatow, of course, just having that freaks and geeks connection. There were a lot of people in the other cut that were like it was left on the cutting room floor of all like Justin Long's in the yeah. movie too, and. Uh, like all, almost like all the geeks. I like, saw like everyone from. I mean, Preacher Seth Rogen is plays the smallest role. That's how stacked this movie is. I know Seth, Seth Rogen's a camera guy. Says a line. <laughs> no, it's some of the the cameos are Seth Rogen, Jack Black, Ben Stiller, Vince. Jack Vaughn. Black was my favorite, and Vince Vaughn. Like Vince first Vaughn kills it because I mean I love Vince Vaughn because of Dodgeball, and I watched Dodgeball recently, and it was crazy because I just was going. Man, they don't make comedies this like tight, tight like such a tight script. Mm-hmm. Like every joke, everything came back together. Like it wasn't an. It, you tell that movie they didn't improv much. Like maybe they did, but uh, and I, I've heard Vince Vaughn saying like that script was just so good. Yeah, um, you can tell Vince Vaughn. I love Vince Vaughn as like an angry person. That oh. always makes me laugh when oh. he's like any role where he's like yelling and screaming. It just owns me. Yeah, he's. I'm 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 always a fan. Did you see uh, the Mexican restaurant? The the name we pee in your food. Yeah, we spit in your food. We spit in your food. But it translates to yeah. That's that's pretty funny. Well, I forgot Catherine Hahn being in. I had no idea she was like when I watched the movie and she was just in WandaVision. I know we just yes both watched that and like that. Yeah, she was amazing in it. But I had totally for like I didn't never know who she was at that time, and I hadn't seen Anchorman for like ten years or like since college. So at least like seven years eight eight years and uh and so i was shocked i was like oh wow she's in this too just showing how much how deeper like all the and, and it was more so because the first thing i remember her from was uh either the goods, the goods or yeah it was the goods but but then step brothers came out and but i think the goods came out first or i saw the goods burned first. into my brain is her being the like supportive friend that's like trashing the guy what Ron did to you? Oh was yeah, awful. Well, that's great. Like, that the she's the she person. Well, yeah, and that's how she's even evil in this uh, movie. in WandaVision. In this show. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, it really was. It was like, oh gosh, she's just to it's me. Like, whoa, and, like, she's we the woman that WandaVision. She steals all the whole show of WandaVision for me. She's the best part of it. I think that the Olsen girl. <laughs> what's her name? It's not Caitlin Kate, Olsen. It's not Caitlin Olsen. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the one that's not Mary Kate or Ashley oh, Elizabeth. She'll, she'll love Elizabeth that. Olsen. Yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. I think she does a great job, but she does. And, but, and more the script and the writing's just good on this one because so I didn't expect it for a Marvel. Oh uh, yeah, show. I was just kind of expecting more same superhero stuff, and it's it's just cool. It's cool, but uh, but she, you're right that she's just so good as that. I villain. just think she's had heads and Her, tails above the everyone. villain. I mean, a lot of superhero stuff falls apart if you don't believe in the villain and her just pursuit just seemed believable and like her being a witch and all her whole story i loved it it's not like she's the greatest villain of all time but she put in a heck of a performance and compare that to i i recently saw wonder woman and 
Christian Wig plays like the villain, kind of similar to like Catherine Hahn, but it just like it was bad writing. It's not her fault, but it was just like I couldn't even believe it too because Christian Wig's such a sweetheart. It was yeah. like, I was like, what? You're not this evil. Come on. Where Catherine Hahn was like, yeah, yep, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, I believe this. <laughs> well, even in like she just always plays even an edge. in like Parks and, and Parks and Rec. Yeah, she's just, she's just like, ugh, kids are gross. Your life's a mess. She's <laughs> she's a t- tough poncho. Woman. She's just great. I I love Catherine Hahn. I want to say I love Ron Burgundy's apartment. That's always that's he has a really cool apartment. <laughs> just when you walk in, it's just very. He's all swaggy and all seventies. It just looks really. Baxter, funny. Papa's yeah. home. That, all that scene, all them <laughs> talking about the refrigerator. Like that, that's just stuff that I would quote. Just the stupid, the stupid stuff. Uh, so that scene. I still, anytime something kind of dumb on the news is playing i'm just like huh that squirrel can water ski like, <laughs> look at that like I nobody ever knows what i'm saying but i just got I'm, like, I'm gonna go put some mayo in the toaster now i love um <laughs> mayo in the toaster i just got that as a brick uh when the scene when they're all complaining about Veronica that you were mentioning, oh yeah, oh earlier, yeah, that's definitely. just such a great. I mean, they're all just. It's like, awful. She smells like cinnamon. Her hair <laughs> smells like cinnamon. She's beautiful. Her hair smells like cinnamon. I just, yeah. Bears. Yeah, you know, no, that's smell amazing. The all, Brick, I wonder that kills it. I wonder you how much that, of that bears scene <laughs> had been now improv. You're the whole stage because in even like yeah, even Paul Rudd like it feels like, like a lot of it's improv. It almost Rudd feels cut moment, together too. But. It does. Paul Rudd in that moment they're watching it, it looks like he's about to break because it looks like Brick caught him off guard with like bears can consp- and he's like yeah. you hear that. Bears and he's like trying to like keep yeah. a straight face for a second, and then they cut away from him. But it's still like you know now the whole state. But that moment, I was watching him intently, thinking, and all I could think about was like that had to be like there has to be so many different versions of that scene. Yeah, of no, them just I, yelling different things to see if they can trip each other up. I I bet I bet there is. I mean, they just left so much on the cutting room floor. I also love. I didn't catch this line till this go around, but whenever they're at the party, and I think. Uh, Paul Rudd's trying to introduce him to him. He's like, "Hey, she's she was a Dallas che- or she was a Chargers cheerleader until she broke her pelvis." <laughs> like, oh, cool. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of Vince Vaughn, too. Uh, I love just when Brick does give the toilet storyline. I love that his whole crew just don't even react. <laughs> like, they just kind of like, okay, they're, they're not even like, what is this guy saying? They're just kind of like. Nope. Next, next thing. Yeah, next line. Well, that's you know that's when Vince Vaughn comes back. It's like even the guy that can't think says oh, something. Yeah, that, that is incredible. That always crushed me. Because he's like, he's like, because he got so, nothing. Nothing. He's so mad at them because they like you know Will Ferrell pops off with that like remark. Where he's like, well, I guess I'll have to take you at your word. Yeah, number, number two. two. And then like they leave. He's like, we'll see you in the rain. He's like, you you can't hide behind those. Those are phony numbers mm-hmm. and bad demographics. Oh uh, yeah, you can hide. Yeah, he's fake like, fake news. Yeah, Another he's like, way. Full yelling. So mad. And then he like cuts back to the crew, and it's almost like you get like real Vince Vaughn. I'm like, what guys? Like, you really, nothing? You can't think of anything? Even the guy that can't that, think. I, I bet that I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was improv. Uh, yeah, that I, seems such like Vince Vaughn. It does. Like it's it's. There's just so many of those little moments where you're just sitting there like that wasn't in the script. Mm-hmm. There's no way that 
the the whole seafood dinner Dorothy Mantu thing that came from a comic book. Yeah, you see I that? I, I saw it, but I didn't. I'd never heard of it. It's it just some obscure comic book that someone thought like that's a, that's funny. That's so weird. Let's put that in the movie. <laughs> Speaking of comic books, it Anchorman premiered debuted the same time as Spider Man Two. Yeah. Oh, so, I was gonna say that. That's what hurt their numbers. So yeah. Bad. So uh, it was, you know, a cla- It was a classic, but it's still like number two in box office. Number like it, two. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll have to take. It's a classic. Yeah. I guess we'll have to take you at your word. Number two. Paul F. Tompkins is also in this movie. He was. Uh, I don't know if you caught caught that. He was uh, the cat guy, cat pa- pageant host. And the reason that's significant is because now, most recently, he's played uh, Mr. Peanut Butter. On BoJack. Yeah, on BoJack. Yeah. So it was funny seeing him a part of a cat pageant. Uh, oh, yeah. He is the... <laughs> yeah. I, wow, I didn't... So even more, it's just everyone well, they have on there, this cast. It's I just thought like, you were talking wow. about Paul... So Paul Thomas Anderson was the first person... Uh, who did Boogie Nights? And he's, okay, he's, he's got several others, but he uh, was the first person to ever like look at the script and offered to shop it around mm-hmm. for them. Uh, and it would have been a, definitely a different movie if he had been involved. But anyway, who knows? But still, there's just yeah, there's so many people. This movie they, they tried to get it made for so long mm-hmm. that when they finally did get it made, it's it's such a like homage to. A, to SNL in its finest time and to me uh, oh definitely guys. well there's it just, it maybe might, improv maybe it's a better homage but to I do, imp- but I do think improv. though the way that this movie's filmed though it is improv but like there are so many moments where it's just like oh this feels like a five minute SNL skit yes like even just all the office stuff I could see Ron Burgundy just being a reoccurring character for five minute ten minute skits on SNL and doing something like Hitting on Veronica Corningstone, like the whole whenever he gets hard and oh, these are the pleat, the pleats uh, in the pants. Yeah, it's the pattern. But uh, sure all, all of that right just now. I could just see that just working on its own. Just you don't know, need to know any story. Just this guy out of place in the seventies. It feels very SNL and like like some SNL movies. I do think this movie starts to lose its way a little bit like you start at least watching it after he loses his dog like that was probably my favorite scenes too going in because i love jack black i mean who does it and as a kid with him just the whole burrito stuff it's just so ridiculous the whole scene's over the top the way he's angrily staring at him like you just wrecked my chopper you just thrashed my chopper bro this burrito is good but it is filling what do you love like this (laughs) i love that more than anything I'll, in the outtakes, they're showing like Jack Black oh, doing trying to scene. kick the fake and, dog. Yeah, <laughs> well, can't no, get, he can't get it over. It right? shows Baxter like the real dog standing oh, okay. there next to him, and he goes to grab him, and Baxter like moves, so he keeps going with the motion, and Will Ferrell just goes, "See, he doesn't like you." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, I loved the "I'm stuck on the milk" was a bad choice. That's so funny. That's, that's incredible. So, that's the best. That's thing. So I'll, much funnier now. Yeah, I know. That's that's definitely the. The highlight, I think, of this episode. I'm not I, trying to toot my own horn, but I mean, when, I, yeah, yeah, when yeah. I heard that, I was just like, "Oh my god!" That was a four pointer from Steph Curry range. Like, whoa, that was mm-hmm. that was deep. It, it's Dame time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw theories too. A lot of people thought this movie is so important and did so well. Listen to other reviews because they just said this is one of uh, that Judd Apatow style too of that just improv loose, just filming a lot and taking the best mm-hmm. and making that movie. That this is kind of the first time we got to experience that. Just that movies weren't 
like I mentioned earlier, they weren't as imp- using improv as much. And even in like Tommy Boy, you can see them. They everything they even mention, it's like, oh yeah, we just did this and then we put it in. It wasn't like just do what you want for four or five scenes. Yeah, because they didn't have the time have or money. I think now I think we just got to a point where film costs a well, lot film's less. Not, yeah, the way uh, you edit is so much different, mm-hmm. and film is not like you. And once you went to digital film at one point in time, you know, I'm not sure it's like that in Hollywood, but like when I can't imagine if it is digital, then you're talking game changer. Oh, no, no doubt. But yeah, I just this movie was so 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 big. Uh, I, I knew for me it was one of those I left the theater like I said I was young I enjoyed it but I was still just kind of like ah, a lot of it went over my head but everyone just quoting it for the next 10 years of my life <laughs> it oh, felt yeah. like and just hear it you hear people quote movies me and Nick I saw too on on the ringer I was telling him about it the other day and it's good I think talking for this uh, pod especially but just it was talking about how the cultures kind of changed where movies used to be so big and when every movie came out it was like you learn all the quotes and kind of now that's kind of what meme culture is. And yeah. like friends are sitting around quoting internet memes, and that's where you're getting comedy. And it's just easier to get comedy on TV. And there's so many places to get comedy now. Like uh, stand-up, you can watch everyone stand-up, just go online. You could listen to a podcast. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so much comedy. Why people... Subscribe now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. But... <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought. And almost anybody can start one of mm-hmm. these things. Yeah, as you, as you can see. <laughs> but yeah, it was just... it. This movie had a huge moment, and I think it's influenced comedies. Like, if you're going to have to show, like, someone that's been frozen in time, like, what comedies have... Like, the evolution of comedies, this, this one has to be in there. I think, like, it just... The way Dad said it earlier was great. He's like, "Oh, y'all doing a podcast?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "What movie?" I said, "Anchorman." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, we well, all didn't have to watch that one." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you're right." Mm-hmm. Like, I could probably do run it from the top right now. Yeah, and it's still a movie for me. I've seen it so many times where it's definitely one of those. Not that I have cable anymore, but if I saw it on cable, I would flick to it and probably watch the rest of it for sure. Uh, it's just it's a classic, and it just makes me feel. It takes me back to that time of just being young and back in school and just when the most important thing was learning movie quotes <laughs> to say to your friends <laughs> yeah i remember like leaving a movie and being like i remember we went and watched uh i took you and a bunch of your buddies and we went and watched uh oh i'm glad you mentioned this because because will ferrell was so big right coming off anchorman it was in the summer and you were like hey i'm buying tickets for talladega nights right now like i'm getting them like yeah, Fandango. I, bought them, I bought them like on a tuesday because and the movie theater sold out yeah no i remember because i had a like, i was in middle school and i think i was like swimming over my friend's house like, what are you doing tonight i'm like i'm going to see talladega nights it's awesome and like one of my one of my other friends was like can I go? I'm just like, we got one more ticket. Perfect. Or like something like that. Another one of my friends like, Oh, I'll probably, I'll go too. I'll, I'll meet y'all there. And we're like, you should buy tickets right yeah, now. Yeah. You won't and, get in. Yeah. And we, it was packed house. Uh, yeah. Like I remember. What's us funny walk- too though. You had a bootleg copy of Talladega Nights, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I got it really quick. I found a bootleg on the internet. Did you Did you get a bootleg copy after? Right after. Okay. I couldn't remember if that was the first time we watched. Maybe you just showed mom and dad that movie. We're like, let's watch the bootleg copy. Yeah. I, I think I was like, I've got a internet's changed. We're like, back then it was like, oh, you got to 
illegal DVD. Oh or my a, gosh! Like, like this yeah. guy filmed it in the theaters. Where now it's just oh, this is a straight rip of the. Yeah, movie. yeah. This is like honestly, like the quality is just as good. If yeah, no, this would like you'd be watching this and like the like you'd like literally see someone stand yeah. up and like Excuse walk me. to go oh. to the bathroom. A, I think a baby was like crying. Yeah, at like in the beginning, <laughs> it's like off center at first. Like it starts and it's like mm-hmm. it's like that Talladega Nights. Like America is all about speed. Like hot nasty yeah. speed or hot Eleanor Roosevelt, <laughs> and it's like off, like so, like you don't even get the full quote, and then it like adjusts. It's mm-hmm. like okay, now we've got the picture straightened up. No, that movie was great, but I do think. That but either Anchorman, way, we were, we were coming back. It was Andy Samberg movie. What's uh, the uh, stunt movie? Oh, hot Rod. Hot Rod. I remember we were leaving the theater, and like y'all were just. just firing quote after quote and i remember well, i'd seen like, hot rod like three times at that well, point I, okay well, it was my first time seeing <laughs> I saw it, it so i remember being times. like man i really didn't remember enough quotes i was enjoying the two the movie too much and not trying well, to remember that's quotes. that's how i felt about the first go around on most movies but the first go around too on the newer anchorman that i was just watching i was like some of the quotes were really cracking me up and i'm glad i remember two but like at the, I just remember thinking like, oh, I'll remember these, and it's like, oh no, I don't, because <laughs> they're so random. It's hard to remember them. Uh, but yeah, I just there was definitely a time period where it was like, we got to go to the movie, and I remember you walking out of movies being like, I gotta watch that again, like just to just to remember, so I can go and tell the boys all these lines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone's got to think I'm funny. <laughs> uh, but it, but it is sad though that movies just aren't as big. It's like comedies just don't do well. And even myself, I'll, I'll admit, if I saw today, if it was like, hey, this new funny movie's coming out in theaters right now, like Anchorman, I'd be going, I'll just wait and wait for that to come out on stream. I don't need a comedy. It's not gonna. I like seeing big action, big uh, budget movies, but at, in the theaters. But if it's not an action movie, it's like I could probably just watch that at my house. You know, I'm not gonna lose that much. So yes and no. A lot of the times, yes. But I, I'll agree in a because of the pandemic, it has maybe missed when you're in a room full of people like dying laughing. Yeah, uh, but no, well, not just that. Like we went to. Uh, watched News of the World with Tom Hanks recently. Okay, yeah. And went to the like new rave where they have like the seats that recline and you yeah, can yeah, no, it's like, nice. Uh, you can like order like, Get, like real food wine and like yeah, actual mm-hmm. food. And that's like such a cool thing cuz you still get that experience of like going to the movie theater, smelling the popcorn. Yeah. Drinking the beer. <laughs> like babies crying. Babies crying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but not News of the World. There was only two other people in the movie mm-hmm. theater. It was great. But I don't know. I just, I love going to the movie theater. I think that'll be something that it's just a fun, like it, to me, it's like a date night where you really aren't doing a date night. It's like almost a way out of a date night where you're like, let's go to the movie. Oh no, I, I, it's great. Especially, I love it for a date because especially early on in in a relationship because it's like, let's go do this. We don't have to talk. Yes. <laughs> like, and if you, and like, it'll give us something to talk exactly, about later. <laughs> after, exactly. It's, it's, it's nice. Um, do you think this is, I mean, I guess it's not a Lauren Michaels SNL movie, but do you think it this, felt like if, one though? It, it does, but because Adam McKay, all and the him. influence. Yeah, I mean, they, they came from Lauren Michaels. But school in that, of comedy. in that, judging that, is this one of the best? If you're going to put it in an SNL movie, is this one of the best ones there is? Because uh, they're all they all funny, but they all this one might be the most popular. If this was considered an SNL, culturally movie, then important. Yes. If if this was considered an SNL movie, oh, yeah. I don't think much it is. more so. It's than, more an Apatow. Yeah, it's or, more. I would or, put or a, a Ferrell movie. Yeah, I put it more in a Will Ferrell movie. Tommy Boy to me is still like the best. Yeah, I guess Tommy Boy SNL would hold that movie technically. Mm-hmm. But 
I mean, but a lot of people would argue Coneheads. I don't. I, don't I think like Tommy Boy so much. much better. Yeah, I do too. But I think this would beat Tommy Boy considerably if it was considered an SNL movie. All right. Um, I Man, guess. how fun would it have been to watch Will Ferrell and and Will Far? Or yeah, I was about to ask you who's Chris your who, who do you, who's your favorite. SNL cast members, like at least top five. Like, does Will Ferrell make that top five for you? Because I know oh, for sure. I know Farley Sandler. Uh, like, there, there's some good. Some, I mean, Eddie Murphy is in my probably top five, even though I don't. I, Farley, I'm not gonna act like I've watched all his skits, but he's just. Ferrell. I know he's a force to come out of SNL. Bill Murray came out of SNL. Like, there's some, there's some talented cast members. Uh, but I would probably. Like if Farrell wasn't in my top five SNL cast members, he'd be right on the fringes. I mean, he he's because most of my skits, when I think of Will, or when I think, like I can name you ten yeah. different Will Farrell SNL. Well, skits. that's true. Just for his Jeopardy, uh, yeah, being Alex, Alex, Alex Trebek Trebek. alone, I mean, Will he, Farrell probably I know more of his skits than any anyone. But oh, I mean, more cowbell, probably I mean, him and Chris Farley, and then Sandler probably my, would be my top three. And Sandler's in there for me too. For what I was grown up with, I know if I had to put, I would put Eddie Murphy and Bill Murray. In I, there, but I don't I, watch. I haven't seen their SNL stuff that much. I'd have to do uh, the funniest SNL skit though for Eddie Murphy is when he dresses up like a white guy, like uh, Dave Chappelle, almost white face. And he, he goes in a store and like a white guy's just like, hey man, what are you doing? Like, just take that. Like, and it like goes in his head and it's like, huh, it seems white people just give stuff for free when <laughs> whenever no one else is around. <laughs> yeah, it's but, a hilarious yeah. skit. I think um, Mark Norman would have to be one for me. I loved Mark Norman. Oh, Mark you Norman, mean, excuse me, Norm, Norm McDonald, McDonald. who is a lot like a modern. Yeah, he's I like a blend of Mark Norm and no, Seinfeld. Norm McDonald's weekend updates were incredible. Norm's amazing. He's he's one of my he's lately been one of my favorite comedians because he's just so like his humor just cracks me up. Norm's so fun. Dirty Work's just a classically Dirty underrated Work's great. movie. Uh, Love Dirty Work. Five would be tough. I'd try to want to lean more like a new member, not like Keenan or Bobby Moynihan or anybody like that. But like, I'm trying to think of who like currently I would be like, man, I really Dude, yeah. We left off Andy Samberg. We Andy left. Sandberg, we left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he'd like, probably be my five. There, like, he was important. Oh, too. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. It, leaving it to five, I could change that list up a lot after we I'd have to it. go. I'd have to put Bill Hader in there. I absolutely love Bill Hader. Bill Hader's great. Those are all men. Kristen Wiig, I should include. Kristen Wiig, Kristen Wiig, Tina Fey, and Amy Poehler. Yeah. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are probably my favorite. One of my favorite comedy duos of all time. I like you. I cannot stress enough how much I've read Tina Fey's book. Yeah, I, Nick really thinks women are funny. He's yeah, I know. <laughs> sure, I his first Tina seven Fey. choices were men. Yeah, no. Well, I wasn't honestly. I was <laughs> no, just he, trying he to does. think back to classics, but like. Tina Fey is like one of the. That's she's why awesome. I think you got to watch Thirty Rock again because she's one of the most no, dense joke writers. I know. I, I'll 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 check it out. Um, I'm definitely. I've told. I've already told the girlfriend. I've been like, hey, Thirty Rock. How do you feel? Like <laughs> like we're. You've had the preemptive. Yeah, I, I don't want to watch it on my own. But this I'll, plane I'll watch circling. It we're look, we're coming in for a landing. Exactly. Um, well, I mean, you'll see some. Donald Glover was a writer on the show forever. Uh, Hannibal was a writer. On oh the show yeah, yeah. I I know it. I know a lot about the show just because I know the people involved in it. I like most people involved with it, but I just uh, it just never clicked with me whenever I gave it a chance. Yeah. But to, I feel like we should close on an Anchorman, uh, <laughs> an Anchorman quotes <laughs> or something. Anchorman. I, I don't know. How do you uh, go? 
just I feel like <laughs> you know we love the movie. Go watch it. You know it's a it's a classic. I think um, very very important. Like I said, I think uh, I feel like for that decade, I would give you like Dodgeball, Anchorman, at The Hangover, and like probably something that came out in the early 2000 maybe Zoolander and be like these movies this Dodgeball these, and Anchorman were important. tops for me that, that was incredible I just remember hang, Hangover the reason like when you said that you didn't know at the time that Anchorman was going to be a big film talking to dad it made me think of Hangover because I, when I watched that I walked out of theaters and you were at JH Ranch uh, like being a camp counselor and I called you and I might even got your voicemail I don't know but I just remember being like Nick, I just saw the funniest movie that's like ever came out. Like this thing is gonna be huge. Get it ready. Was. Yeah, I think if they, I think if they didn't make Hangover two and three, the Hangover would be thought of as one of the funniest movies ever. I I remember that's honestly that might be one of the last comedies I can remember. Everyone like going around and you and being, quoting and every you being like because you talked about Napoleon I, Dynamite at one point in time yeah. was one that you felt left out if you hadn't seen it because mm-hmm. everyone was talking about it so much. Hangover was another way because, like you said, I was out at camp and people would just show up and be quoting it the whole time and and wearing and already wearing like shirts of Alan and you're just like, how does this guy know who Zach Galifianakis is? Mm-hmm. Like I do because I've seen Out Cold and I know I've watched oh, yeah. like and I've known his comedy, mm-hmm. but I don't you know how does this random person have a shirt of him and it's like oh he's in this movie that everyone's talking about that you told me about. It's like oh my gosh like yeah I did not know you know that guy's famous now yeah that that movie was crazy but yeah you're right it's just and I know I've gotten older so I'm just less in it with my friends and stuff but it does feel like that was one of the last movies to I really can't think of one because like even after that like i remember like 21 jump street being a big comedy but it doesn't feel like i quote that that much you might it was funny it was hilarious sure a couple people were like, I, oh, every now and then i it. might be like cynthia yeah. <laughs> cynthia i know that's 22 jump street but uh but regardless it's it's not one you quote it wasn't like culturally like just like whoa in the zeitgeist like you couldn't ignore it like 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 ron burgundy he's just everywhere you look yeah um but either way i think uh that about wraps up our thoughts i think we need to call it a day yeah yeah uh thanks for listening stay classy yep stay classy world but but mainly stay classy (laughs)